Hey, well, good evening. Welcome to Oasis. Uh, for all of you that have uh, fall break today and tomorrow and Friday, congrats. I hope that feels good. Um, who is that? Millard, I know. Who else? There's two other school districts at least. Where? Westside and Elkhorn. And Gretna has Friday off, but that's it? Is that right? Titans? Papillion? Oh, Papillion South. Papiola Vista, do you have a break or not? You do? Today, tomorrow, Friday? Oh, and Monday. Ooh, look at you. Hey, um, let me say this too. I'm like, I'm kind of around on time. If you, um, I'm so glad you're here tonight. If you're a guest or this is, this whole thing's sort of new to you, um, welcome. Thanks for being here. I, I want to say for, for some people in high school, if you're just sort of new to checking out the church thing, and I know that's maybe like less than five of you probably here tonight that are like, this is your very first time. But for some of you, even like the singing thing is just sort of weird, right? You don't like to sing. You're not good at singing. Seems to be guys more than girls, but maybe you're a girl and you're like that. Um, it's just sort of like, that's one of the simple things we can do to sort of directly praise God. And so as Christians, we love God. We want to adore God. But like, there's a lot of things you could do that are worship. But one of the like, most direct things you could do is like, tell God how you think about him or how much you love him or whatever. So I hope if you ever have a friend like that or you invite a friend to Oasis and be like, they sing, I just hope, like, I just remember when I was in high school, I hated singing, but it's still sort of like, I, got, I started to get it. Like, I don't like to sing and I'm not really singing the song sometimes, but I still loved, like, just sitting there and listening and being a part of it. And, and tonight, you couldn't see this probably from on the floor, Eli has this nasty, dirty stash he's growing where is Eli? Dirty stash. I love it. Oh, actually, I don't. It's dirty. I mean, any mustache is dirty, so all stashes are dirty stashes, so you know. But I hear Sydney sort of likes it. I brush it. You brush it? Do you really like it? Or is... <laughs> You're the man. This is where we're going tonight. I, uh, Again, if you were here two weeks ago, we started a new series two weeks ago called Hot Topics. And so this is week three. Um, in this series, we are taking questions that you all wrote that are sort of the, the hard, difficult, sometimes controversial questions of just life and of Christianity. Um, in, I think, three weeks, four weeks, we're going to talk about homosexuality. That's by far the most controversial topic in our society today, and certainly the church is right in the middle of all that. Um, but so that's what we're doing. Tonight the topic is this. Um, how, can, how can Christians say that it's the only religion? Put the way I worded it here, how can you say there's only one way to God? What about other religions? Um, I don't know how many of you asked this question. I only have three I'm going to reference tonight. This was not the top question submitted by you all. We were going to hit sort of the top categories, but I think this is huge, and so I wanted to get to this tonight. Um, maybe you have a parent at home that wrestles with this more than you do. For some of you, if you, I think 50% of you, 50% to um, 75% or two-thirds maybe of you in here grew up in a Christian home, grew up going to church at least periodically. Your mom and dad call themselves Christians. And if that's you, um, you probably just don't think of this question that much. You've never really considered um, Buddhism. You just haven't. There's just nothing attractive about it. You don't consider Hinduism. Um, you're certainly not considering Islam, maybe, and I mean no disrespect to any of those religions, but certainly right now, 
the like whole beheading thing that ISIS is doing sort of puts a damper on, unless you're a radical, that type of person, I guess, but uh, I shouldn't joke about that. Um, but you just haven't considered it. If you, get, if you haven't grown up in a Christian home, which again is maybe one-third of you to 50% of you, you sort of, maybe you've thought of this question before. Jack Archer came to know Christ, became a Christian his junior year of high school in this room because Michael Bailey, a very committed, grew up at Brookside friend of his, invited him a lot. And he said no a lot. And he thought this was weird a lot. And then Jack gets saved. Whole, um, whole family of non-believers, none, I don't think, maybe he has one brother that's a Christian now, um, sort of like on the fence. But his mom would throw this question, like would just go, what about all the other religions? Don't all, you know, like God's at the top of the mountain, right? And there's all these different pathways. And how dare you say that you have the only real path, the only true path, and the others don't work? Um, So I think this is a question, if you haven't thought of it, you'll encounter it someday in college or just amongst other people. And uh, so it's a big question. So tonight, like I said, we're going to, or maybe I didn't say this, we're going to watch another session of this DVD we watched um, two weeks ago. It's a discussion. It's not a teaching. It's a discussion. Six of the seven people are not Christians, okay? So if you missed this two weeks ago, it's really, um, it's a good discussion. There's not a lot of the answers. A, a lot of them throw out, like, questions they have and doubts they have. Hopefully, you'll get to some of the answers, maybe in your small group. Um, we're not going to watch this whole DVD series in this Hot Topic series. We'll maybe watch one more of these sessions in um, a few weeks. Uh, on that note, next week, get this, next week, um, we're talking about what do you do when you don't feel close to God anymore? I just don't feel close to God. And does God still speak? Because I thought God spoke, but God, I never hear anything from God. That was the number one question that you guys submitted, whatever it was, three weeks ago. Um, number one question we got was, I don't feel close to God anymore, so don't miss next week. Um, here are some of them tonight. These just sort of scratch the surface of this topic. Um, first one is this, is Mormonism a new way God intended for humanity to follow. Is it really true? One of you wrote that. Um, is Mormon, you know, again, they don't specifically talk about Mormonism, but it's another religion that's out there. Another question said this, how do we know that Buddha isn't the real God? And again, I take that very seriously. That person that wrote, maybe you just couldn't think of another question, but you're probably going, there's other gods out there, right? Like, why are we right and Buddhism is wrong? And then finally, I think this sort of pertains, in a sense, I referenced this question two weeks ago, but simply the question, um, how do you respond to people forcing religion on others, or, or just who try to impose their, their religious beliefs? That is the number one thing, you guys, I hear non-Christians say, and you'll hear this, and you have heard this amongst your peers, that's great for you, right? I'm so, that's great, you're a Christian. And in fact, it's very nice of you to invite me to church, but, um, but that's your thing, and um, all I ask is that you just don't impose your beliefs on me or on others, because they think, they go, I just think it's divisive, or I don't think you should do that. I think religion should be kept private, and you should keep it to yourself, and you shouldn't share it with others. Here's one final question I want to reference. Um, what is religion? What is religion? We're throwing this word around a lot in this series, and you all throw it around a lot, maybe uh, in just in conversation and stuff. I want to submit this as an answer, and it'll be on the screen, that religion is a set of answers to the big questions. I was going to say this. This is what we all think when we think religion. We think like a service. Well, religion is when you go to that one thing on Saturday, 
you're Jewish, maybe, or if you're, I don't know, something else, uh, you, go on, you go to church on Sunday. That's what religion is. You go to Mass at 6.30 every morning at your Catholic church. But religion is services. I would say, no, it's, it is a set of answers to the big questions, like why are we here, and what is right and wrong, and how do we know that? Like, why is there this sense of right and wrong just sort of within us? And other cultures maybe have a different sense of right and wrong, but they still have a sense of right and wrong. When where do we come from? Um, those are huge. I mean, that's huge. What I want you to see tonight is one of the things, and they sort of touch on this in the video, is this, what, what does this imply, this sort of, this question? Um, no one can operate with, without a set of beliefs like this. No one can. Beliefs about how life should work. Everybody has a set of answers to the big questions of life. And here's the thing that gets thrown around. I don't care what you call it. These are basically all synonyms. Call it a religion. Call it a worldview. Call it how reality is or how life works. Many of you in here, or maybe you have friends that would never use the word religion or would never say you have a particular worldview, but everybody has one. And it is crucial for us to see that and understand that. So you may not see it as religious, as a religious belief, but it is. And you may not call it a religion or worldview, or you, take it, you, talk, you could call it any of those things. They're all faith-based. You can't prove almost anything you say. If you're an atheist, that's a worldview. That's a set of reality. And you go, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I, like, I want nothing to do with God. I get that. But you have a, this lens that you're looking through that you apply to the world, and everybody does. But which one is right? And the question is, why, how can Christianity say that, that it alone is right? So, again, as we start this um, video, it's about 20 minutes. And uh, that's good, we're right on time. I, I've said this before. A lot of you are off school today or you've been in school today. Um, you can still track with this. It's sort of like they use some big words, but I just want to say think a little. This is definitely not over the head of a high school student, I don't think. Um, they use the term right at the beginning. They say this, and this, I don't want this to throw you off. They say, they refer to this as the religious pluralism objection. The religious pluralism objection of Christianity. Anybody know, like, what does pluralism mean? If it's not singular, if something is plural, that means there's what? There's more than one. And so religious pluralism is like, yeah, there's lots of religions. So they refer to this whole discussion as the religious pluralism objection. Some people refer to this, this whole question as the exclusivity of Christianity. They say very, Christianity is very exclusive, um, but as you'll see, everybody has exclusive views. And, uh, and then again, it is not often at Oasis that you will hear from six non-Christians. And um, so listen to this. You guys, I don't, this video and these videos could, can throw doubts in your mind and throw questions in your mind as a high school student that you have not thought of before. And you start to go, oh, that's really a good question. I don't want to create doubt in your mind, but I do want to say doubt is okay. And if you have doubt, my goodness, I would rather you have these doubts right now in Oasis where you can discuss it with a small group leader or with a good Christian friend or with me um, instead of maybe your first semester of college when there's nobody around that you know and can trust. Um, but with that, we're going to show this about 20 minutes. Um, it's good. So hopefully you like it.
everyone who considers Christianity brings heartfelt questions and intellectual objections born out of real-life experiences. They're looking for answers, but even more, they're looking for a safe place to ask their questions. Join me as I meet with a group of people who don't believe in the Christian faith to discuss six of the most common objections to Christianity. Welcome to The Reason for God. Hey, I, I do want to say, um, one, if, uh, if there's anything there that you saw that didn't make sense or you'd like to see that again, all these are on YouTube, I discovered after I bought the DVD. But so if you, um, if you ever want to see any of these, um, go to YouTube, search The Reason for God, The Reason for God, and then there's sessions one through six, and this was session two. But if you just search for that, you can watch the whole thing. Um, what was so intriguing to me is this, to learn that um, one of the hard things is anybody who says all religions, like every path leads to the top of the mountain, and the top of the mountain is God, and so all ways are equally right, um, that that in and of itself is a view that that person holds, and they are basically saying, my view is right, and, um, and they're putting the finger sometimes at me or at my view and saying, your view is wrong. You're so intolerant, you Christians. But I would go, how is your view any different. You're doing the exact same thing you're accusing me of. And so what he started to get at at the end is what I was getting at um, in the points. Everybody has a view. Everybody has a view of reality. Some people don't want to call it a religious view, but everybody has a worldview. The question is more maybe which one is right or which one promotes peace. And so my challenge somewhat in small groups is to go, what religion out there would actually teach that you would be um, maybe loving towards your enemies or peaceful to those that are harming you? Um, what religion out there says that versus maybe other religions that would, that would sort of say, eh, if people are, believe differently than you, you should shun them or whatever. So that's maybe what to consider is not do people have exclusive views, but what views are actually true and how, how could we know that? So um, if you do want some actual answers to some of the, the things that were thrown out, I do have a take home if you want this. I only have about 50 copies um, but it's on the very corner of the tech booth. It's just a single piece of paper, sort of says some of them, um, some of the objections, and then gives some thoughts. So take one if you want one, even after small groups, if you want to pop in there. Hopefully they're all left there. Um, but so we're going to small groups. Um, again, if you're new or don't know where you're going, come up and see me. But uh, we're sort of transitioning to small groups, and we'll discuss this there. So as you have questions about this, bring them up to your small group leader, and have a great night, and have a great week. <clears throat>